Welcome to your Relationship Lovecast by True Potential, the weekly web show and podcast that explores relationships and wellness, featuring in-depth interviews with acclaimed authors, wellness experts, health influencers, and spiritual leaders so that you can create a relationship and life you love. And now your host, Andrea Corella. Hello everyone, Andrea Corella here and you are listening to episode 5 of your Relationship Lovecast by True Potential. Today, we will be talking about a very relevant topic, and I say that it's relevant because it is a common theme that comes up in my office, whether somebody is dealing with anxiety, depression, the loss of a relationship, or dealing with conflict in their own relationship. This topic is boosting self-esteem and feeling a sense of self-worth. Now, Whether a client is five years old or 75 years old, the issue of self-esteem and self-confidence comes up from time to time. Whether a child is being bullied at school or whether an elderly person is feeling that they are not fully self-expressed, or even if you're just middle-aged dealing with the ups and downs, adversity and challenges that life has to offer, our self-esteem can be tested. So I really want to provide you with some really relevant and valuable tips, strategies, and tools that you can easily implement in your own life so that you can start building your self-esteem from the ground up. So I'm going to self-disclose and share with you that over the past month, I have really been stretched outside my comfort zone. Now, I am by no stretch of the imagination a technology guru. Actually, it's not one of my strengths. I mean, I can fiddle around and figure things out. I can ask a couple questions or watch a YouTube video and play around with it, trial and error, and figure things out. But quite honestly, that whole process can really take a toll on your self-esteem when you're doing several things that are outside your comfort zone, where there is not a lot of familiarity and you're constantly in growth mode and dealing with all those feelings of insecurity and uncertainty. Now, whether it is in our relationship that we feel that way from time to time or whether it is in our work life that we feel that way from time to time, our self-esteem is constantly tested and constantly being developed. So in today's episode, we are going to be covering what self-esteem is, where low self-esteem comes from, what are the benefits of self-esteem, how to build self-esteem, and how to create habits of respecting yourself. So I'm really excited about today's show, so let's jump on in. So what is self-esteem? Well, according to author, expert on self-esteem, Nathaniel Brendan, Ph.D., He quotes, self-esteem is the experience of being competent to cope with the basic challenges of life and of being worthy of happiness. Now, I've recently been reading the book by Brene Brown, which is called The Gift of Imperfection. And she talks a lot about joy and happiness and what the differences are between joy and happiness. Happiness is that the external circumstances affect the way you feel. And joy is the reverse. Joy is the gratitude and enthusiasm that you feel within yourself and the way that you feel about yourself. 
and how that is what ultimately gives us true joy instead of the external being the cause of it, which is a much more empowering and stronger place to, to live from. Now, the second point of Nathaniel Brendan's quote is that we feel competent to cope with the basic challenges of life. Now, life throws us many problems and we face various different adversities in our life, whether it's financial challenges, work-life balance challenges, uh, relationship challenges, and so on. The ability to be able to bounce back from challenges is what really builds self-esteem and allows us to expand our level of self-esteem. So today we are going to talk about what causes low self-esteem so that we can really recognize what has been the foundation for us and what things are going to chip at our self-esteem moving forward. So low self-esteem develops when everyone, especially parents, teachers, or peers are always pointing out on our shortcomings. And this goes also for the internal dialogue that we have with ourselves. If we're constantly beating ourselves up, have negative self-talk, and are putting ourselves down, and to boot, we have people in our environment that are criticizing and putting us down, our self-esteem is constantly going to be under attack. So that is the first cause of low self-esteem. The second cause of low self-esteem is when we rarely get positive feedback for a job well done. Now, I'm sure all of us out there at one point in time have given it our best. And for some of us out there, we are constantly giving it our best. But if we never get kudos or positive encouragement and reward through affirmations and acknowledgement, it can feel really exhausting being able to push yourself and not be recognized for the contributions that you're making. So an important factor here is that we have people internally, our voice within ourselves as well as in our environment, that we have people that uh, can point out our strengths as opposed to pointing out our shortcomings. The third is when the things we do well are become so familiar that we start taking them for granted. Now, this is one that many people deal with, like anybody that says, oh, well, anybody can do that or minimizes or dismisses their strengths, that actually diminishes our level of self-esteem. Rather than embracing our strength and embracing those positive things, we actually, if we take those things for granted, that can actually impact our level of self-esteem. The last uh, factor that lowers our sense of self-esteem is when we learn to focus only on our mistakes. If we're focusing only on the errors that we make, on our shortcomings, on the problems, and we don't recognize the successes or moving through some of those challenges, being able to overcome those challenges, we can slowly diminish our level of self-esteem. Whether we do that to ourselves or we have people in our, in our environment that are doing that to us. The next step that we want to take is to identify what the benefits are to having a healthy self-esteem and several, as you probably would imagine. So having a healthy self-esteem allows you to accept and learn from your mistakes, allows you to be confident without being obnoxious or conceited. Now, 
with this one, I think sometimes we mask a level of self-esteem with a mask of arrogance. Now, be careful with this one because if you are coming off as arrogant, really what's underneath that mask is low self-esteem or conceitedness. So when we are developing our self-esteem, we're able to show up and be humble and be able to recognize our strengths and acknowledge our weaknesses with humility and empowerment. Another factor to a healthy self-esteem is that we will not be devastated by criticism or become overly defensive when questioned. So if we become overly defensive or feel completely devastated when we're criticized, that is a signal of low self-esteem. But if we are able to overcome that, we can start being able to feel more secure within ourselves. The fourth benefit to a healthy self-esteem is when we are not easily defeated by setbacks and obstacles. Now, let's be serious. All of us face obstacles and challenges and even setbacks. So our ability to be able to bounce back from that allows us to thrive in this world and in this life. And if that's an area that's difficult, then some of these strategies that we will be covering later on in the episode will be really beneficial for you. Another factor and benefit to a healthy self-esteem is that you will unlikely feel a need to put others down. So that really goes for putting yourself down or putting down other people for their shortcomings. So being able to be respectful and kind to other people as well. Another factor is being open and assertive in communicating our needs. Because if we have a healthy self-esteem, we're able to let other people know what we need and what we feel. And communicating that in an open and assertive way. Another benefit to having a healthy self-esteem is to not be overly worried about failing or looking foolish. Now, oftentimes if we feel insecure, we may second-guess ourselves or question But once we have a healthy level of self-esteem, it doesn't penetrate or impact us in the same way, and we can be authentic and put ourselves out there without fear of our whole world falling apart. Another benefit is to not harshly or destructively criticize ourselves. Another one is we're not aggressively driven to prove ourselves, and we're able to laugh at ourselves and not take ourselves so seriously. So being able to have a sense of humor with ourselves rather than taking ourselves too seriously. So the next step is how do we build self-esteem? Now for some of you out there, life has maybe impacted the foundation of the self-esteem. So I like to use a metaphor of a house that we have a foundation and that foundation is built upon our experiences in childhood our family upbringing, our support system that we had as children. And if some of that foundation has cracks in it, then the first step is helping to fill in cement into those cracks with love and self-esteem building. If we have a solid foundation of self-esteem, then perhaps we want to work on the other aspects of the house, such as the different rooms and the walls in the house. So we'll cover some of those topics. So how to build self-esteem. 
Start celebrating your strengths and achievements. So this can be a practice where every day in the morning and in the evening before you go to bed, you identify all your strengths and all the achievements that you had from that day. Being able to recognize what those are and remind yourself is key. So a second strategy is forgiving yourself for your mistakes. And how we do this is acknowledging when we make a mistake, normalizing mistakes, and identifying what you learned from that mistake. Being able to forgive yourself for mistakes of the past and knowing that you can change the future moving forward. A third way to build self-esteem is to not dwell on your weakness and to really acknowledge that every human being has flaws and has weaknesses. Case in point, if we try to avoid the fact that we have weakness, that becomes a weakness. Because if we actually accept that we all have weaknesses and we all have strengths, that can help us respect ourselves in a way and not set ourselves up for these unrealistic expectations. And to really have compassion for ourselves that we are human and that it's only natural for things to not always work out and for us to make mistakes sometimes. A fourth factor is changing the way you talk to yourself and stop putting yourself down. Being able to start praising yourself, acknowledging yourself, and that if you do make mistakes, you look at those and reframe them, shedding new light on them as a growth opportunity or another way of seeing yourself as opposed to putting yourself down. A fifth strategy is to be sure you're not judging yourself against unreasonable standards. Now, I know that I sometimes can be guilty of that, that I set these unrealistic expectations that are really high and I push, push, push to be able to achieve them. And sometimes that can set you up because you can be putting a bar that is so high not even a superhero or superhuman could could achieve them. And that that could mean setting realistic time limits, realistic deadlines, realistic effort that is involved in a project, realizing all the steps that are involved in the process, as opposed to it just being oversimplified as one small endeavor when it perhaps has seven different layers or sub tasks involved in that one main task. The last strategy is to start making a long list of positive thoughts about yourself, catching yourself when you're saying nasty things to yourself and saying stop. Being able to recite this list to yourself of your achievements that you have accomplished in your life and to really recognize those attributes that you possess that you are proud of and about what you have done that has been a great achievement in your life. A very simple strategy and a very basic strategy, but fundamentally life-changing, was an exercise that I did when I was in high school, actually. During a sleepover party, I invited friends over. It was for a birthday party. And we got pieces of paper out And we drew our names on each piece of paper. And what we did is we did a rotation where the person to our right wrote a positive comment about our attributes, personality, strengths, and so on. And at the same time, you were writing a positive attribute comment about 
the person to your left. This continued as we rotated, and there were about 20 of us at this slumber party, and we rotated the sheet of paper around until we arrived at the end with this amazing sheet of paper of comments that you may not have even recognized were attributes and strengths of yours that really highlighted your sense of self-worth and value. And I love this exercise because it is so simple and so basic, but really transformative. Being able to gather a group of people that you respect and value and that value and respect you and doing this exercise really allows you to celebrate each other and celebrate yourself. So I really encourage any of you out there to give it a try. You can also do this just with your family. If you have uh, your immediate family, your husband, your children, or even you with your parents and your siblings, it can be a really powerful exercise that can really shift the way you think. So next up, we're going to talk about how to create habits of respecting yourself. Now, this is so important because this is the internal game plan. These are all the strategies that you can do yourself that can start respecting your boundaries and respecting uh, your uh, internal game as well as your external game. Now, a lot of us feel insecurity and self-doubt at times. Actually, if you're human, you experience it or have experienced it or experience it on a regular basis. So being able to tap into your power inside of you is key to facing those uncertainties that life has to offer. So being truly empowered means pulling from the source of power inside of you. And one key thing, one quote that I, I read as I was preparing for this podcast is that 99% of the messages we get from the media is to look outside of ourselves for approval and worthiness. Now, those are big percentages that are up against us that are constantly telling us of our inadequacy the lack that we have because we don't have this external item, external thing uh, that will give us everything that we want. And quite honestly, since these external conditions are constantly changing, the more we identify with them, the more we suffer when things in our life change. So when we lose a house, we lose a car, or we're not able to get that relationship of our dreams, We constantly feel this sense of lack and we're in this emotional, toxic, low-level energy field that detaching ourselves from the joy that we really have access to 100% of the time. So being able to switch that around and become rooted in who we are and focusing on how we feel, building our inner power and increasing our self-esteem, the happier, stronger, and more self-assured you and I are going to become. The second factor to uh, creating habits that respect ourselves are setting boundaries and learning to say no. Now, you can really easily get steered off course if you're regularly saying yes to everything and everyone. Consider which relationships, activities, and foods enhance and nurture you and which ones don't. So if you have people that are toxic in your life, if you're eating 
food that does not make you feel good, if you are doing activities that deplete your energy and make you feel fatigued as opposed to energize you, then those are some areas that you're really going to want to reevaluate and shift so that you can start creating a positive environment, positive activities, and positive nourishment for your mind, heart, body, and soul. So I'd like you to answer this question for yourselves right here, right now. What are you ready to let go of to step into greater balance and truth in your life? Now, I'd like you to think about that for a moment. What are those three areas of your life that you are ready to let go of? The third aspect is appreciating your uniqueness. Now, I'd like you to take a moment and be grateful for the gifts, talents, and attributes that you have. I'd like you to just either say them aloud, or if you have a pen and paper in your hand, you can write some of those things down. Or maybe if you're busy right now and it's not the right time, definitely write this on your to-do list for when you go home to give yourself time to write these gifts and talents and attributes that you are grateful for that exist within you. I'd like you to take some time to appreciate your mind, your heart, your body, and your spirit for what it does for you and how it benefits you. Once you begin to celebrate your unique essence rather than obsessing about how you look or what others think about you or what you have or have not accomplished, you can begin to transform those negative patterns and beliefs and truly unlock your true potential. And when you tap into that, you will become unstoppable. The fourth element is to connect with your inner wisdom. The more you become attuned to the sensations and wisdom of your body, the more you will intuitively feel if a choice is uplifting or depleting, if it's expansive or constrictive. Now, the fourth one is to connect with your inner wisdom. The more you become attuned to the sensations in your body and the wisdom of your body, the more you will intuitively feel if a choice is right for you. I'd like you to ask yourself this question for any decision that you're trying to make in your life right here, right now. And I'd like you to put that idea or that decision in front of you or in the the top of your mind and answer this question. Does doing this feel uplifting to you or does it feel like it depletes you? Do you feel expansive or do you feel constrictive? And whatever information you gather at this time, I'd like you to boldly follow your intuition and the voice of truth within you so that you can truly feel empowered to make the best decision for yourself. Not for your mother, not for your father, not for your husband or wife, not for, but really truly what is going to be best for you and for the greater good. Now, I really love Deepak Chopra. I think he is a spiritual guru. He's wise. He walks the walk. And he reminds us that we actually exist without flaw. When we send positive messages to our body, we create a feedback loop that nurtures every cell, every muscle, organ, and supports health and vitality. And a mantra he suggests that we use to boost our self-esteem is... 
I am whole. I am beautiful. I am perfect just as I am. So with that said, uh, I'd like you to be able to practice that mantra and some of these other strategies that I have shared with you today so that you can truly utilize the power of boosting your self-esteem so that you can truly show up not only for yourself, but really for the world to see and the world to benefit from. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you've benefited from today's podcast and have some really helpful takeaways that you can start implementing right away. I know your time is valuable, and that is why I only provide you with the most relevant and content-rich information. So stay tuned for future podcast topics and guests that will help you create a relationship and life you love. To access the show notes and links mentioned in today's podcast, go to truepotentialcounseling.com. And if you like this podcast, if you could please leave a review so I can have more impact and reach a larger audience. If you could just take the time to visit truepotentialcounseling.com forward slash review, and it will take you directly to the iTunes page where you can leave a review. We have some amazing guests coming up and interesting and informative topics so that you can create a relationship and life you love. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Lovecast by True Potential at www.truepotentialcounseling.com. 